You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. Shalom and welcome. I hope you're doing amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in. So, in the sports world, you know, when it comes to professional athletes, they have a draft in the NFL, in the MLB, in the NHL, in the NBA. There's always a draft. You know, the top players get picked first and so on and so forth. In college football, there's something that's unique. It's actually fascinating. It's called the hat ceremony. And essentially, the top players, what they do, they get certain amount of recruitments. Um, you know, people try recruiting them. So they could have different offers from different colleges. And they have a whole bunch of hats in front of them from all the different schools that gave them an offer. And these top players, there's a whole ceremony and they can be seen and videoed as they choose which hat they, you know, which, which school they, they pick. And, and every, the, the crowd goes wild. By the way, Derech Agav, it has been proven that sometimes players, in order to like show off and look good, they'll actually have pretend, you know, hats from schools that they never actually got off real offers to. But it looks good. Hey, it looks like you have so many offers. But putting that aside, there's something, uh, I think there's a beautiful marshal, an analogy we can learn from this hat ceremony, which is part of the recruitment process in college football. And that is, unlike certain sports where you pay, the team picks you, there's a certain level of of uh, like you stand up for yourself when you pick the school. When you say, I'm going to choose this, you're not being chosen, rather you choose them. There's something unique about that. There's something quite special about that. Um, in Parsha's Re'eh, the Lubavitch Rebbe has an astounding idea, which I'd like to share with you. And that is, it's a general question, which is a fascinating question, and that is, why is the Beis HaMikdash in particular called the Beis HaBechira, the house of God's choosing? Hashem chose it. I mean, there was also the Mishkan of Shiloh. Didn't Hashem, that was also a makom of Shechina, where there were Karbanos. Why, though, did the Beis HaMikdash in particular, the holy temple that stood in Yerushalayim, how come that took on the name of Beis HaBechira, the, the house of, cho- of choosing? And so the Lubavitch Rebbe points out a, a startling diuk in the words in this week's Parsha, Parsha Sray. And he says, you know, if you look in the Parsha, first when the Torah is telling us how Hashem chose Shiloh, it's not chosen positively. It's not chosen proactively. Rather, it's chosen by default. The Pasuk says in chapter 11, Yud Aleph Pasuk Hey. Ki im el ki im el Only ki im is like a negative. Only at the place which Hashem chose. Hashem chose Shiloh not because of Shiloh, Shiloh, but because he didn't want anywhere else. So Shiloh was chosen by default. Hence the words ki im el But when it talks about the base Hamikdash, a few pesukim later. The verbiage is the is as follows. The the Pasuk says like this, 
The Pasuk says, Ki im Hashem Elokechem. I'm kidding. That's not where the Pasuk says it. The Pasuk says it even later than that. The Pasuk says, The Pasuk by the Bisa Mikdash says in chapter 12, verse 11, Yud Bez, Yud Aleph, Vehoya Hamakom Asher Yivchar Hashem Elokechem Ba, Lashakin Shemosham, Shama Savio. It doesn't say Kiim, it says, Vayamakma Asher Yivchar, the place which Hashem chose. Rashi says, Banulchem Bez Habachira, Birushalayim. And the Labavach Rebbe points out, unlike by Shiloh, which was Kiim, which was chosen by default, the Beis HaMikdash was chosen proactively. It was chosen because Hashem wanted that place. Shiloh was chosen because Hashem didn't want every other place. The Beis HaMikdash was chosen as that Makum because Hashem chose that place proactively. It was a positive type of choose as opposed to a negative type of choosing. And it serves an absolutely fascinating idea for us. We have a choice there's Bechira. And just like when it comes to when it comes to Hashem and how he chose the Makom HaMikdash, and it was a positive choosing, and that's what took on the name of Beisah Bechira, so too in our Bechira, when it comes to our choice and our decisions in life, we have to, so to speak, mimic Hashem and not choose that which we're doing by default, rather to be proactive and positively choose that which we're doing. Not to live our Yiddishkeit by default, I'm doing this because this is how I grew up, because X, Y, or Z. I'm doing this positively because I want to, because this is what Hashem wants me to do. It takes on a whole new dimension of meaning and understanding and depth and proportion when we live our life and we are actively choosing our Yiddishkeit and not letting it choose us. One of my favorite lines that's quoted by the Kitzur Shochanach in the very beginning, um, which actually it's learned from David HaMelech in Psalms. I never know how to say if you say it with the P or just the L or you do the P and the S together. Psalms, Psalms, Psalms. However you say it, let's just say Tehillim. It's much easier that way. It says, Oira Shachar, I'll awaken, I awaken the morning. Unlike the other kings who let the Morning awakened them. David Melech chose to wake up early and wake up the morning. And in the, the words of the Kitzar, Ani I wake up the morning and I don't let the morning wake me up. And we could take this as a lesson, this same to bring out this lesson that the Lubavitch Rebbe is teaching us that. When we don't let the morning wake us up, rather we wake the morning up. It, it's applicable to all areas of our Avodah Hashem. And that is to be proactive, to not choose our Yiddishkeit and to choose our daily choices by default just because that's what I did yesterday. That's what they did. That's what she did. That's what that person did. But because this is what I want to do, this is what I know is the right thing to do, to choose our Yiddishkeit, to live with Bechira, to choose because we want to choose because this is what we know is Ratzon Hashem. That's how you get the term, the Beisah Bechira. And it, just interesting, the, the gematria, the numerical value of Aira Shachar, to awaken that, David Amalek says, I've awakened the morning, is 794. 
which is the same as the word in the Torah, which it actually can be found in Parshas Re'eh, as usmachtem, and you shall rejoice. You know, real simcha, the ability to rejoice, and you know, how, how do you live a life of simcha? It's not by living by default, by passively making decisions. Rather, when somebody lives in the realm of Ira Shachar, when a person is in the realm of Anima Oras Shachar and they're awakening the morning and not letting the morning wake, wake them up, when a person is holding the reins of his life, when a person is, person is on top and choosing actively, just like Hashem chose the Malkam Amikdash and it took on the name Beisa Bechira, when a person does that, that's how you can attain a level of simcha, to rejoice in that which you're doing every single day. So, let's take this as a lesson, as a message for us every day of our lives to try to not live our Yiddishkeit by default, but rather to, you know, choose to, we're going to have the hat ceremony and we're choosing the school. They're not choosing us. We get to decide. And in that merit and in that way, when we live in that realm of choosing our Yiddishkeit every single day, then we will live in the realm of usmachtem, that we'll be able to rejoice and live and attain a true level of simcha, a true level of happiness. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.